Blog Talk Radio. Welcome and thank you for tuning in once again to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Bierman here. Our website is debtfreewealth.org. We invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that ultimately leads to helping those who desire it delete debt, build wealth, and protect family and assets. It is absolutely free to subscribe to Debt Free Wealth Radio. And all who follow our show will receive our most downloaded report, Delete Debt 101, where we discuss the 15 most likely ways many people end up in debt and 16 strategies to delete that debt. Followers to Debt Free Wealth Radio will also be the first to be notified when our newest book, Debt Free Wealth, is published and be eligible to receive the free ebook version of that book as well as preferred pricing on the hard copy. So, every, men, every resource we mention here today will be clickable links at our blog site, endmoneyproblemsnow.com. Endmoneyproblemsnow.com. Today's discussion comes from the category of building wealth. This is all about mindset, guys, and the topic is. Bank on the J-O-B or bank on you. The unemployment lines are getting longer, and the job options and pay packages are getting smaller. The paycheck at the end of the day, at the end of the pay period, lulls many into a sense of dependence. And when they lose a job, panic sets in because the income lifeline is severed. This is the principle on which I find it urgent to encourage entrepreneurship. Employed? Great. Start a side income business <clears throat> that you own and control. Unemployed with no income and no guaranteed when one will be offered? Start that income project now while you job hunt and then if necessary move it to the side if you do find a full-time job. Your energy level will be different going into that job interview or while the storm is brewing and pink slips are getting handed out. Let's talk about the reliability of your income, that bank-on-it paycheck that I hear so much about, that people keep talking about, that bank-on-it paycheck that you really want to be able to plan on. At the bottom of our show, we will invite you to comment on today's show. You know, there's a Facebook option at the bottom. And if you feel that you found value in today's content, then we will also invite you to follow Debt-Free Wealth Radio. It is our goal to provide you with quality content in the 30 minutes that you spend with us today. Sorry, business is slow and we're cutting back. Hate to see you go, but we won't need you anymore. These are the words that most people would freak to hear. In, August, in an August 17, 2012 article in the Huffington Post, there was a, an article that titled, Unemployment Rates Rises in Nine Battleground States. The report goes on to say, unemployment rates rose in 44 U.S. states in July, and it also said, 
unemployment rates rose in nine states that are considered battlegrounds in the presidential election. Today, I'm speaking to the currently employed and those who hope to be. You know who you are. You spend more time on Monster.com and Craigslist Employment Classifieds than you do on Facebook or any other Internet site. Even though some of you actually have a job, you realize it's not so secure or you hate it so much that you're still out there fishing, hoping to find that sure paycheck in another pond. If you have been following Debt Free Wealth Radio for any time, then you will know that we're huge advocates for entrepreneurship. However, if you really insist on finding a J-O-B, or you feel like you need to work at a J-O-B while you explore your entrepreneurship adventure, then here are two employment resources for you. The first one is Resume Rabbit, and the second is Odesk.com. Again, these will be clickable links on our website, endmoneyproblemsnow.com. So head on over there. Okay, Resume Rabbit instantly submits a customer's resume and job requirements to the top 75 job sites, including Monster, Job.com, CareerBuilder, NetTemps, Dice, and more. Once finished, a customer can be seen by over 1.5 million employers and recruiters daily. And their customers need only five minutes, and it saves them over 60 hours of research and data entry. Best of all, Resume Rabbit is easy to use and produces real results, all for only $59.95. And since January 2001, Resume Rabbit has performed millions of resume submissions for loads of happy customers, and their site has great testimonials to prove it. Odesk lets small businesses hire, manage, and pay remote contractors as if they were in their own office. With more than 220,000 businesses seeking skilled workers and 805,000 service providers from over 150 countries, Odesk is changing how the world works. Many Odesk contract opportunities are also work-from-home opportunities, and they will match your talent to an employer looking for help on their projects. Now, if you lost your job or your job does not pay you enough, that is a problem that can definitely interfere with the quality of your life. Without money, several problems show up or get worse. And if you have a family and children that depend on you, then go ahead and multiply that drama by 100. In fact, this is the exact scenario that triggered the idea for today's show. A prospect that I had been talking to was laid off from what he considered to be a decent job and one he certainly liked. It had already been four months, and he still had not had more than two interviews None of them hired him, and even if they had, he knew that those were not offers he really wanted to accept anyway. What influenced his finally contacting me was his wife worked part-time and was a full-time student. Every day she left the house and was gone for hours because school was followed up by work. 
She left him at home in his PJs, and when she returned, he was still in those PJs. Now, four months into the game, she is no longer patient and is challenging her husband about the seriousness of his efforts to find a job. The fact is, guys, this gentleman spends hours in front of the computer poring over classifieds and the latest listings on various job sites. He sends out hundreds of resumes and crosses his fingers as he scratches his latest lottery card. Things were finally cracking at home, so he reached out for help. Now, when I suggested that he, while he searches for his job, that he starts his own business, either from scratch or by joining a network marketing opportunity. Those words were hardly off my lips before he launched into this long spiel of excuses why that would not work for him and went overboard trying to convince me that what he needed was a job, that bank on it paycheck that he just had to have before he could even consider looking at a network marketing opportunity. I listened, and about 30 minutes later, I asked him the following questions. I said to him, if you did have a side project that could potentially bring you some income while you continued looking for a job, how would that make you feel? Then I asked him, and if you did have a side project that could potentially bring you some income while you, con while you continued to look for that job, how do you think your wife would feel. And as your wife went through the door to tackle her day, if that day passed and you sent out your usual set of resumes, but in addition, you were busy making headway into building or updating, say, your project's business website, maybe you designed and ordered your business cards, maybe you got those business cards in the mail, you handed out a couple of those cards to your closest friends, had a couple of those accomplishments under your belt. Now, how would that day compared to the days that you have right now. I also asked him, how would your wife feel when you showed her, when she came home from school and work, when you showed her your updated website, your new business cards, and told her that you sent all those resumes out and that you called Uncle Joe and Auntie Harriet and all the family members to ask them to send referrals your way? How do you think your wife would feel knowing what you were doing at home while she was out huffing it at school and at work? Well, I think he got his aha moment because he did sign up with one of my business opportunities. Now, it would be nice if you join me in one of my adventures. And if you do want to look at those, some of those options, just head on over to End Money Problems now. There are several articles and links there. But whether you do or not, my point is not about signing up with a business opportunity I'm in. My point is simply this. What is yours is yours. And income potential beats income hopelessness. No responses to your application or you've been recently rejected at the interview means no income and no potential for income. Building your own business either from scratch or from joining an opportunity creates the potential for income. With that single decision to take action, action that you can control and direct, you have just made the quantum shift from banking on the J-O-B to banking on you. Let me say that again. With that single decision to take action, 
action that you control and direct. You have just made the quantum shift from banking on the J-O-B to banking on you. With that single decision, you are likely to feel far more empowered as you go about your day because you still cannot control what happens to those multiple job applications you send out, but you can compound your business with daily tasks that move it along the line of success. Now, there is never a guarantee of income when you have your own business. It truly can be feast or famine sometimes, but the difference is the, is the fact of the potential for income will always be there. And if you stick with it and don't quit and keep at the personal development and hone your craft, then at some point success will kick in and the momentum that you build will be better than any theme park roller coaster ride bar none. And be honest, guys, those roller coaster rides are fun. Bank on you. Bank only on you. Never bank on a paycheck because that illusion can lead to complacency and massive disappointment. Another client of mine has the responsibility of inspecting the work of his employer's contractors, and based on their workmanship, he has the power to recommend their termination or influence whether or not they receive more and bigger contracts. Now, no one is ever terminated without warning and opportunities to correct their mistakes. Yet, when they do get a termination notice, they act surprised, upset, and some even go on to do the unthinkable of throwing out curses, accusations, and threats. Needless to say, the feeling upon that person's departure is good riddance. Why would a person allow themselves to lose an income stream in these difficult and competitive days? Employers have so many options to fill, to fill their ever-shrinking opportunities that they can basically hand-pick the best of the best. When the time comes for someone to hit the chopping block, employers use many ways of determining who goes and who stays. And sometimes the decision to close the doors you know, is an all-inclusive loss and everyone goes, but sometimes it's a downsizing and some people do get to stay. In the last year, one of my comp uh, client's companies had two layoffs that I'm aware of, and my client was not one of those that was asked to go. So I asked him why he thought he was retained when a person with more seniority to him was laid off. His response was that he believed the reason he was still there was because he, over the time, had been cross-trained across multiple departments, so he was pretty versatile. He also had qualifications that, although they were not directly needed in his job description, his bosses constantly tapped him for quick questions to help them do their job. So he basically brought value to that job. And while it still did not give him a true sense of job security, he did feel a little bit more secure than his peers. The fact is, no company is immune to the effects of the economy and economic policy. With one move, uh, a very successful company can go from thriving to starving, and their employees would feel it almost instantaneously. As I share my business opportunities with the unemployed, I have heard it time and time again about how they have no interest in starting a business because they need the guarantee of a paycheck. The guarantee? 
the guarantee so far the only guarantee anyone has is that there are no guarantees week after week application after application they stand frustrated and checklist yet they repeat the process the following week without change you know if you do something repeatedly but you expect to get a different result every time that my friend is insanity long gone are the days when fresh out of high school someone can bank on getting a job and staying in that job until retirement banking on a job is just as secure as banking on money to buy you love as long as everybody's getting what they want out of a deal yeah the status quo can continue but the moment one party has a better deal or has a sour deal then everything's off the table and you're even lucky if you get two weeks notice with pay with a job you can go from paycheck to instant zero so why would you bank on that why would you put your fragile income eggs into a shaky basket I am not telling you not to apply for a job. I'm simply suggesting that the guaranteed wages that you are banking on are not quite so guaranteed. Even if you have a paycheck right now, that too is not guaranteed. It's very easy when you have a job to fall into a dependency on that paycheck, and that dependency and that, you know, showing up every 15th and 30th or end of the week, that can lull you into a sense of complacency. And even when the warning signs are blaring that your company or your job is in jeopardy, denial sets in and everybody starts pretending that all is well. There's only one thing guaranteed in life, and that is death. I won't even say taxes are guaranteed because there are so many people operating below the radar or below the poverty line that taxes are not a guarantee for everyone in life. According to Romans 6 verses 23, the wages of sin is death. So guys, death is the only set of wages that are guaranteed. But if you want to put some measure of guarantee to a paycheck, then the only way to get that is to write it yourself write your own paycheck period so this is where i start talking about banking on you you are the bankable value not the job the paycheck is not your value it's just a compensation for the value that you have delivered or asked to deliver the value is in you and there lies the bankable portion of your paycheck in every organization and in every industry there are some people that that truly are expendable either because their job is so generic that it's easy to fill or because that group of people have not differentiated themselves so they all get grouped together with the pack then there are others who do get themselves noticed they do do a slightly better job or they show up to the point where they're considered the most reliable and they're trusted with the keys to open and close the building Now I just got done reading Jeff Olson's book titled The Slight Edge and incredibly I had decided and scheduled this show long before I picked up his book but I am sure glad that I did because Jeff Olson's book The Slight Edge is exactly on spot with the concept of banking on yourself on of investing in you of developing you when you bank on you and improve yourself through personal development opportunities and keep your eyes open to the next little thing that can move you one baby step 
closer to your goal, then you create and add value to you. And you bring the value in you to your business or to your job. Bank on you. Invest in you. When you bank on you, you will always be bettering your craft, improving your game, and you'll be doing this while others are goofing off. If you're improving or becoming the best, then you've just increased your chances of being retained in a pending layoff decision, or if you do get laid off, then you're among the first snatched up for any other position. Just think of any um, NFL recruiting situation. Those guys, they have, they, their record's out there. They're looking for the best of the best, and the best of the best are the ones that everybody's competing for. So even if a guy's dropped from a team, he's quickly picked up at the next team. However, many talents remain hidden. If you don't figure out a way to showcase your talent, athletes look forward to competition. They don't shy away from it. Why? Because all those times of practice was not for the sake of, of just practicing some more. Practice was, for the, was to prepare them for competition. And competition puts their skills on display. And ever so often, they win. Similarly, the business world out there is highly competitive. And entrepreneurs should never fear competition. We should embrace it. Entrepreneurs, embrace competition. And look for, your, look for ways to give yourself the slight edge. The slight edge is not a lucky break. The slight edge is, is that little thing that you do, that very, very little thing that takes you 0.001% away from your com competitor and toward your goal. Many of the Olympic gold medals were won by a hair of a difference between athletes, but that sliver of a difference is why one is on the gold and one is receiving the silver. Bragging rights are the privilege of those who stick it through to the end, not those who quit somewhere along the way. We do not actually have to be better than others to win. We just need to show up, stick it through, instead of complaining, look for ways to help and to help others and complete the task. Now repeat that over and over again. And not only will you be known as reliable and others will bank on you, but you put more value in you, and you become more and more and more bankable yourself. If you never want to worry about banking on income ever again, then bank on you, build you, invest in you. Even if that job tells you goodbye, when you know what you bring to the table, your confidence in your ability to generate income will grow exponentially because you are not banking on the job in the first place. You are banking on you. In fact, the job banks on you, and, that's ba and based on what you bring to the table is how they were able to pay you in the first place. I'm at my desk right now. I'm in the comfort of my home, and I'm working. So I created my own job. In fact, I created myself a desk job, if that's what you want. With a business, there may be feast and famine, but the discipline of having your own business creates a discipline of managing cash and managing your income stream. And that income stream does not stop one day because somebody else decided to end your cash flow by, show, by showing you the door. When you are your own boss and you write your own paycheck, then let me ask you a question. Would you fire yourself? <laughs> if you'd fire yourself, then you need to start looking at the value that you bring to yourself, to your family, to your job, to your business. Bank on you. 
build you, invest in you. Again, guys, this show is going to be uploaded to our blog site, End Money Problems. Now, and all the resources that I've mentioned here, the books, the, the links, the job sites, they're all going to be clickable links on End Money Problems. Now, look for the blog titled Bank on the J-O-B or Bank on You. So let me ask you, did we accomplish our goal? Did you find value in today's content? If so, we invite you to leave a Facebook comment here and request that you click the like button and follow our show. We really would like the opportunity to thank you for listening to us. Now, I'm going to ask you to join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio. Our topic will be retirement funding, egging the nest. When eggs are laid, there's a need, there needs to be a period of incubation during which time development takes place and eventually a duplication and multiplication of the original happens. Same thing with retirement funding. Specific events need to happen for the fund to even exist and then incubation needs to happen for duplication and multiplication to happen. Now, is your financial nest empty? Or if you have eggs, do you have enough? Are the eggs being effectively nurtured into maturity? Now, these analogies regarding retirement funding are to conceptualize something very urgent and very immediate. Many of us are outliving our retirement. So rather than blindly repeat the mistake of those before you and get burned yourself, observe and avoid those mistakes and take action now to prepare for those days ahead when working will not be an option for you and the job market will not be the excuse. So thank you once again for joining us today on Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Beerman here. I look forward to having you with us next week. Thank you.